Boo. Was that terrifying? I have your, I have your phone number memorized because I have to <laughs> manually type it in every time I do it. <laughs> and I will not tell everyone your phone number because you are much more protected than I am. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like people but calling me. <laughs> I literally have to look, and I'm like, oh, it's that. Uh, okay, yeah, I have it memorized now. <laughs> it's just the blind person who types the wrong number and accidentally calls someone, <laughs> and it's on record. And so I have a recording of someone saying, hey, I think you called the wrong number. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so go That's for Marty. Great. Go for Marty. I was going to say go for Marty, but I decided to go with Boo. Boo. But not like Boo. Yeah, like happy bad. Halloween, folks. Happy Halloween. I mean, in, in a few days. In Tuesday. Hey, nobody's going to listen to this before then. Is it Tuesday? <laughs> it's Monday. I think it's Monday. It's Sunday. No. It's, it, it, what don't is it? fuck with me. No, it's, it's Friday. It's not Friday. Are we to know what day Halloween is or what oh day it is God. right now? Yeah, it's Friday when it comes. It's Friday right now. It's not going to come out <laughs> until next Halloween. Hey, like, um, everyone, Marty had me call him at 12 a.m. <laughs> so you want to know what I was listening to? You want to guess, Marty? To? Uh, yeah, let me, Harry Styles. Billy fucking Joel. Oh, yeah. I guess I, guess I should have gone with Billy Joel. You don't have a Harry Styles tattoo that I know of. <laughs> um, yet. Yes. There's still time. <laughs> well, there may not be. It is Halloween. You know, I'd, la- I'd rather laugh at the sinners than cry with the saints. So. Hmm. Well, fair enough. Is that a B- Billy Joel lyric? <laughs> I know it is. That, that is from Only Good Die Young. Oh, can I talk talk about like death for a second? Talk about what, Billy Joel? No, death for a second. Oh, death always. Okay, so I text my best friend today, mm-hmm. and I said, "Hey, I'm gonna be totally cliche, but whenever I die, will you play Only the Good Die Young by Billy Joel for me, please?" <laughs> and she goes. Mm-hmm. That's really fucking morbid, Lindley. Like, cut, cut, cut your shit out. <laughs> you were like, you were like, no, I'm gonna live to 105, like Lois. But uh, I just want you to play this. I think it would be like, hilarious. I'm just, I'm just planning ahead here. Um, no, for I think that that would be good if I like. I mean, I'm no longer young. So at any point when you I are, die, you are young. Please, well, I mean, compared to some people, I am. But like. Here's the thing, though. When I die, please play only the good die young as the recessional. Like when people are <laughs> play that, uh, because it'll be really funny. Like this guy was clearly not good. <laughs> like he did hey, not die. Welcome young. to the OK speech. OK speech. Hey, can really you get it right, Lindsay? It. Get it right. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to OKC Span uh, Podcast Edition. It's me, your friend Marty Piercy, and uh, and as always, everyone's favorite co-host, Lindley Faysmith, who can't get the intro right because they're laughing too hard about thinking about Billy Joel. 
Yeah, well, <laughs> nothing makes me laugh like Billy Joel. You know what's my favorite song by Billy Joel? Down Easter, Alexa. I, are you fucking Not, with I, me? Yeah, I am fucking with you. It is a silly song. Yeah, it is. Um, it's really, like, the thing is about Billy Joel is I can claim his bad songs. But I saw him on tour whenever him and Elton John did, like, their thing together. Oh, yeah. I remember and, they went on, yeah, dueling pianos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and... They did the fabulous Baker Boys tour. Marty, I cried. I cried. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I was like, it. oh, my God, I'm melting down. I was like, that emoji that's melting, that was me. Ah, uh, yeah, you had a smile on your face, but you were, but you were getting Indiana Jones all the way down to wax. Poor, poor money. Well, she really melted that at that means. show. That's oh, an Indiana Jones reference. It's okay. I've never uh, people, seen him. None of them. Well, at the end of the Raiders of the Lost Ark movie, that everybody, hey, everybody melts. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Isn't one of them really racist? Well, I, probably all of them, but you're thinking of the second <laughs> one. The second one, which I've got to say, was kind of my favorite one uh, growing up. I know I'm alone in that, but uh, but yeah, it is actually, uh, in retrospect, quite racist. <laughs> Sorry, Harrison Ford. Oh, I assume he's a racist anyway. Oh, I bet that yeah. hurt some people's feelings. I don't really think that. I don't have any opinion about the man. I I enjoy that he doesn't care about like looks, if people are like Star Wars. He doesn't age. care. How old do you think he is? I don't know. Well, you you have a impossibly sixty. I think he's ninety-seven years old. <laughs> sixty. Sixty. Johnny Depp is sixty. Is he? You know, oh, I, I think they're the same age, right? Google it. Google it. You're probably. You think that Johnny Depp and Harrison Ford are the same age? No. That is no. not the case. <laughs> This is so boring for people. This is us just talking about. Oh, no, about. this sucks. This sucks. Uh, Harrison Ford's Hey, do 81. you want to talk about ghosts? You know what? Here's the thing. It's Halloween times. Yeah. I have been stocking up on scary movies, what I like to call spook ups I believe we've been over this. Um, so I spend a lot of time watching horror movies during Spooktober, which is... Mm-hmm late September into November. Um, and that's... Well, I've watched over 30 horror movies this month so far. Wow. Okay. Yeah, thanks. That's, thanks. That's, those are bragging right? Yeah, thanks, everybody. I did it. I did it. Um, yeah, no, I watched three today. And I'll... I, you know, now it's another day because it's after midnight on the internet. I know because it's so spooky, scary so right we're now. At midnight. Yes, we're both sitting in the dark with candles. The candle lit. Uh, I'm ready for a fucking séance here. I like, am. You know, I'm good. It's almost Houdini's birthday, and that means it's séance time. Have you ever played with a with Ouija, Ouija board? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I have. Yeah, did you summon an evil spirit when you did it? No, but I really wanted to. You sound really confident that you didn't. And if I know anything about Ouija boards, it is that 
you probably summoned a demon. <laughs> and maybe you don't realize it, and that's why you're saying no. But that's the trick of these Because it was demons in my evil. corner somewhere. Well, it, it's that's... still with me. And you can't see it. I know. Maybe Especially that's why I like Billy off. Joel so much. It's because the demon is inside me. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're possessed and your version of an upside down cross is like <laughs> the album Glass Houses. <laughs> exactly. Remember I'm like when he was, about to watch out. I'm going to get down Easter, Alexa. Oh, oh okay. shit. Other side. Oh, shit. You know what's scary? <laughs> How punk rock he is when he's like, you may be right, I may be crazy. Like that. Okay, so back to a Ouija board. Tell me about your experience with that. Well, I had a Ouija bird, actually. So what I did was <laughs> I would ask the bird. I would ask the bird question about like my dead grandma and like you know history <laughs> questions. And I would ask this bird. I was like, "Tell me, Ouija bird, uh, what's what's the scariest <laughs> movie?" And it was Sorry, like. Happens when you do a podcast with me at midnight. <laughs> well, I'm just telling you about my Ouija bird. So you tell me about your Ouija bird experience. <laughs> no, I would only use it to ask them about like the boys I liked at the time. Oh, oh. Do you yeah, think that there's like a? Do you think there's a ghost somewhere that would just knows like what boys like you? Maybe there's a ghost who is a boy who likes me. Mm, Devin Sawa. Hey, Marty, can I you? tell you my ghost story? I just made a killer joke, and you fucking ignored it. Oh, wait, it. what was your killer joke? I'm sorry. You said oh maybe, my... maybe a ghost is a boy who likes me, and I said Devin Sawa uh, because <laughs> he played Casper. You know, he's also, he's also really good on Twitter. Have you looked at his I know Twitter? that. I know that. I didn't know well, I knew he was on Twitter because of his tweets. Well, I didn't know who he was because I was not a girl that was into Devin Sawa when I was a little kid. I was really into Christina Ricci. Oh, also, yeah. that, that, I mean, that, that's great. Like, that really gives you some validation in being a child of the internet, internet like me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was, I wouldn't say I was a child when the internet uh, got popular, but, uh, but yeah, I was. A lot younger than I am now. Young enough well, hey, that if I Marty, died, you could have played that song. Did you ever have an AIM password? Yes. Yes, I or, did. I, sorry, sorry. AIM a, username? A, a, a username, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was Chomsky I. <laughs> also, Wait, what? Also, say, say that again. Chomsky I. <laughs> like knowing Chomsky's know. last name with an I at the end of it. <laughs> Why? Why was that your password? My, I'm sorry. I'm really distracted. <laughs> Are you high? My, no, my, my cat has zoomies right now. Okay. She's you said, no, the... my butt. Cat has zoomies. No, I'm not high. I don't do drugs. Okay. Well, I do, and I'm not high, and I kind of wish I was, because uh, this no, but I would was, all I was... make a lot more sense to me in that case. Mm, okay. So, um, so uh, let's, uh, let's play like I'm uh, Jay Leno. So uh, I heard that you had a story about a ghost. You have a ghost story? Oh, I have a ghost story. 
It's oh, good. Really? That's crazy. Uh, I had no idea. Why don't you tell us a ghost story? I lived with a ghost. So I um, sorry, I'm laughing because my cat has the zoomies. Like it's, <laughs> it's, I'm I'm being very serious. Like they, every <laughs> everybody at home is on the edge of their seat to hear about more about okay. your cat running. So, <laughs> right. Um, so I lived in this house right after I graduated college. And um, before I moved to L.A., it was like a really short, like, six-month period. And um, I would come in. I lived by myself. And I would come in to the house and, like, see a cabinet door open. And I'm like, eh, whatever. I just forgot to shut it. And um, then I would come in the next day and see the cabinet door open again. And I'm like, I really thought I shut it. And then I started smelling cigarette smoke in a specific part of the house. Like the, it was a two-bedroom house, very small. And um, and the what I I had my bed in one room, so it was like kind of like the guest bedroom, but there was no other bed in there. It was like basically me holding my shit in there. And, oh, that's um, scary. I wait. I kept smelling <laughs> cigarette smoke in there, like constantly. But in one, just in that one part of the house. Just in that room. And that, and, and, so, and just to clarify, that was not the room where you would smoke cigarettes. <laughs> I've never smoked a cigarette in my life. Don't. Oh me. well, Miss Goody Two Shoes, look, you've <laughs> never had a cigarette. <laughs> um, yeah, that's why I led that with "Don't judge me." Um, I did have a pull off of one at some point, but anyway, that's not the point. Um, and so I was kept smelling cigarette smoke and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And it was all coming from that bedroom. And then one day I walked into that bedroom and it was just like, I had like laundry in there. Um, because you know, who wants to keep, if you have an extra bedroom, like, why would you keep your laundry in your bedroom? Like, you're, I, anyway, <laughs> I, <laughs> I put it in the other room. And it was just wet. Like, I don't know how it got wet, but it got wet. Like, it okay. was soaking, soaking wet. Did it smell like cigarette smoke? Well, the whole room smelled like cigarette smoke. Okay. And when you so, took things out of the room, would the things still smell like cigarette smoke? No, they wouldn't. Oh, that's eerie, right? So the room smelled like cigarette smoke, but whenever I removed things from the room, they did not smell like cigarette smoke, but my laundry was soaking wet. But it was just in one corner. So here, hear me out. I moved my laundry out of the room, Okay. And then that corner was still wet. Okay. And so I... Wait, I'm sorry. Like, say it again. Say that last part. In that corner. Oh, so I moved my laundry out of the room, where the, the mm-hmm. corner where it was sitting, and then um, that corner consistently was wet. So I had, <gasps> I had someone come and look at my pipes and everything. And he was like, yeah, you did. And he was like, everything's fine. Like, 
you're paying me for nothing. Like, <laughs> what's Hell going yeah. on? That's the kind of job and, I want. <laughs> and, and then the next day, wet spot, open cabinets, smoke in that room. Laundry. <laughs> now see if you had said the laundry was back in there and wet again. I'd be like, okay, that is pretty scary. Now I moved that moved my laundry out of that spot immediately. Was any um, of the, like were, was any piece of the laundry? On, I'm no. I'm still on. going. Okay. My dog started just staring at that spot, just staring. She would go <laughs> and sit in that corner and stare stare at the spot. Love it, love it. And would not move. And I would say like, "Hey, Lola, come here, come here." And she was like staring. That's wild. And would not move. But then she would like walk away. So and she would move. See, there are a lot of inconsistencies in your story already. Your dog wouldn't move, or would she? Make up your mind. She wouldn't move until she was ready to. Oh, so I, I think I, I think she won't. I think that the ghost left, and then she left. I to me nothing says ghost more than a person or animal not moving until they're ready to move. <laughs> okay, so let me continue. <laughs> okay. Then I left the house. Didn't say, I like I moved to LA. And um the next God, time that, that's how scared you were. You were like I got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> the next time I knew um, but I didn't tell her anything about the like Lola, Lola, that was going on. I didn't <laughs> I needed someone to take on my lease. Of course I wasn't gonna tell her there was a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like it. No, and I like so, where this is going. This is very good. So the person you, you subleased your house to, you did not mention yeah. the ghost. <laughs> no. Okay. And just so she sure. texted me and she was like do your cabinets randomly open? And I said, yes. She goes, have you had anyone look at them? And I said, well, no. <laughs> and so she had, like, someone look at the cabinets, and he was like, they're fine. But they kept opening. <laughs> she, she invited a cabinet and, scientist over to do a study. It was like, so, I think it was, like, her boyfriend's friend or something. And oh, then okay. an, an she expert. asked me, she was like, hey, it keeps get, giving me, like, a wet spot in the corner. And why does the room smell like smoke? And I was like, I don't know. I'd, 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 I'd never smoked in this house. Like, no one I know who's been in this house has smoked inside. And she was like, something's weird here. I don't like it. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and so she moved out. <laughs> Did she sue you? No, obviously no one said anything to the next tenant that was her friend because she oh. wanted to break her lease because she felt so creeped out. And then the next person moved in and she was like, hey, I just got someone to like exterminate and like get all the smoke that I smell out of the guest bedroom. But like it won't go away. Like did you have a lot of people smoke in here? <laughs> and And she was like, no, I, I literally never partied in this house. And she's like, and why does my laundry keep getting wet? 
<laughs> and and she was like, I don't know. And she goes, and hey, have you fixed this cabinet? Why did you not fix that before I moved in? There was a there's a ghost in that house. Well, it sounds like it's a ghost. It's I a ghost. Think. It's definitely a ghost. It's I probably a space ghost. Let me ask you this. Why do mm-hmm. you go straight to it's a ghost and not it's a space alien? <laughs> because I don't believe in aliens. That is fucking hilarious to me because you have to believe in something that exists. If you can believe in ghosts, you must know for certain that aliens exist. <laughs> That is an insane thing to say. I don't believe in aliens. Right at the end of you telling me a ghost story, you can say, I don't believe in aliens? <laughs> so, like, I feel like I tell everyone about this. And maybe I haven't told you. There are, like, no, three you haven't told me. This I don't care about that I literally don't care about. And this will alienate oh. a lot of people. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I've, you've told me this stuff, but, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You don't care about stars. You told me I don't. I don't care. About I, stars. I don't care about space. Oh, space. No, you said space. I don't care about space. I don't care about space. I don't care about the Olympics, and I don't care about the weather. <laughs> I don't care about the Olympics. Is pretty good. And I don't. When you said you didn't care about space, that really did really make me laugh the first time you said that to me. <laughs> Uh, just, I think that's very. I don't care about space. It's just a funny thing. I just it's feel objectively like a much, funny thing to say. There are much bigger problems here on the Earth that we can be fixing aside from going to space. <laughs> no, I don't disagree with that either. That's not what I thought of when you say I don't care about space. It's not like we shouldn't be. I agree. We don't need to be spending too much resources on going to space. You know what, though? You know how much. We, this is unimportant, but you know how much we were funding NASA before we even started cutting their budget? Uh, if no. you look at your dollar bill as a tax dollar and the money spent out of that dollar on space exploration, uh, starting from the end, it would never reach ink. That's how little money we were spending on on NASA. So. Anyway, I don't think that's a huge resource that we're burning. You know, um, I'm sure people will hear me say that yeah, and be I, like, you know, like, I, I like look at the stars. I'm like, well, actually, I can't look at the stars anymore. You don't look at the stars. I can't do that anymore. No, but you I piss do. up my leg and tell me it's raining, Lindley. I know you can't <laughs> see the stars. But I do think about like, I'm the the like person who thinks about zodiac signs which ultimately I, I i don't know i'm a contradiction of things but i did have a ghost in my house oh definitely had a ghost there's no way you did not have a ghost i agree thank you thank you but you know while you that. were telling that while you were telling that story i did at one point get a little get a little chill down my spine you're lying. Bit. No, I did. I got a look because I was thinking of a movie I watched earlier today. That was spooky. Okay, <laughs> um, I watched both of the nuns. Oh my god, so scary! They were scary. I love scary movies. Do tell. It was well. Okay, so here's the deal. It wasn't really a nun. It was a demon the whole time. Mm-hmm. 
And spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. <it does>. Sorry. Spoiler <laughs> alert. It's already happened. You've already yeah. spoiled. Okay. I, I think it's funny to say spoiler alert after I say something, but also you're not going to that movie not knowing that you're going to watch a spook em up about a, a demon nun, right? Like nobody's going in here, I'm going to watch a nice little story about a nun. My God. That's not what happens. The scariest movie I've ever seen. What's that I still So nothing will like scare me more than like, okay, so the scariest movie I've ever seen is The Conjuring. That's a pretty good movie, yeah. And so nothing will scare me more than, like, things like, like, I can handle all the flasher and blood, and I can handle that. Mm. But, like, that shit will scare the hell out of me. And I was an adult, and I watched that, and I mm-hmm. couldn't sleep. And I love scary movies, and I love to not be able to sleep. And mm. that's, I also, like, don't sleep, so... Uh, fair. No, I don't. Yeah, I, I'm off and on with that personally. But yeah, I, I said I really do like scary movies. It is most of what I consume in television and cinema art is horror. Uh, I mean, I like <laughs> I like other stuff a lot too. Uh, I realized recently um, that if you found out if, you like some Hallmark movies, is that what you? Found uh, I love them. Yeah, I love them. I love them. <laughs> Anytime that, that, you know, I love Tyler Perry movies. Uh, if a movie does not include a man who is no good uh, falling to his knees and and screaming to the sky, crying out because of his many mistakes, I'm not really interested otherwise. Or I mean, if that's not like in it. Poster boards, poster boards saying about how they love someone i'm referring to love actually yeah i know i yeah we we all tracked when my everybody got that <laughs> um so here's the thing about that scene and uh here i'm going to relate that back to horror uh it was i would be horrified if i had a friend that shitty <laughs> that would, that would right. come over to my house and show notes <laughs> to my brand new wife saying that he loved her i would get i that would be horrifying behavior so should Um, we say love actually is actually a horror movie yeah well i really believe more things are horror movies than other people do i think that uh i think that weather anomaly into the world that's horror to me um not just climate change stuff but like moonfall that's horror it's a monster. Anyway, oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but, uh, also, like, this is a debate I've had with our friend, uh, friend of the podcast, uh, <laughs> Lucas Dunn, uh, mm-hmm. we, where I'm just like, well, I don't, I mean, you think that it's horror for a guy in a mask to cut up six teenagers at a camp. I agree. That's horror. But somehow you don't think it's horror when the Christian God sends a storm that kills 230,000 people in Indonesia? That's not horror? I guess you and I have very different definitions of things that are scary. I think that uh, uh, I don't want to discredit what you just said. You, well, you are. I mean, you don't want, you don't mean to. You're just doing it. 
<laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> I don't mean to be difficult. I just am difficult. So, like, it's a constant, like, hey, I'm really sorry, but... Like that was kind of what I just did. <laughs> I was just gonna say like the I think that the good thing about like paranormal paranormal stuff is all of us within like an evangelical Christian like upbringing or any Christian upbringing it like really haunts us. Hmm. That's interesting. I, that's not a bad take at all. I don't think I. I will tell you. I find. I like all kinds of stuff, right, but like subgenres. But, yeah, as far as like if somebody's like wants to recommend a horror movie to me, it's a pretty safe bet that if it's like a ghost story or like a possession exorcism story, stuff like that, pretty safe bet I'm going to enjoy those. And what's funny about that to me is like I don't believe in anything supernatural. I don't believe in anything supernatural. Of course, I don't think you had a ghost in your house. Of course not. I don't no, believe I in anything. I definitely that. had a ghost in my house. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not, you know, I'm just saying. For example, I, of course, I don't believe that. Uh, I don't think if I experienced it, I would believe it because it just flies in the face of what I believe I know. Which we could get into uh, metaphysics, <laughs> but let's let's spare but ourselves that trouble. I had a ghost in my house. <laughs> Marty doesn't agree that I had a ghost in my house. Here's what you didn't know at the time. I was doing all that to prove a point. <laughs> that was my cat doing zoomies the whole time. <laughs> well, um, here's the thing. In the middle of the night, so there are a lot of movies that I think are scary. And here's one that I think you should, you know, one should watch. Hell House, LLC. It's very good. And it uh, opened me up to a new subgenre of horror, which is when things go bad in haunted houses. <laughs> like, it's really I, a good subgenre of movie. I love haunted houses. I get scared as fuck. Like, I hide behind anyone. I don't care. I, you may be a stranger, but I'll hide behind you. But I love it. I'll push a kid in between me and a monster in a haunted house. Fuck! If I think it's like somebody's actually going to hurt me, I'm like, get this. Like I, I got shit to live for. This kid's done nothing in their life, so <laughs> get them first. I, I am, I'm contributing to society. I need to get out of here. Oh um, God! We should never record a podcast at night. Well, no, we should always. Um, yeah, so I. Here's something that I think why why we like scary moves, not just you and me, but people in general. Um, it is a it is an engine to abstract our native fear about everything that is going on around us. Well, here let me have the situation where my my terror is confined to this space and this reason. Like, I'm just going to have this story. It's going to scare me. I'll get some of that out of my system. And also, I get to watch somebody else experiencing something terrifying instead of me looking at all the terrifying things I'm going through right now. Let me just watch this. It has a lot to do with it. Now, for me, I just like watching people suffer. It's one of my favorite things. (laughs) And so... (laughs) Can you imagine? That's how people act on the Internet. You don't like... Oh, 
you want to vote no, huh? So you just as soon see Oklahoma wither away and die and, and float off in the breeze because you don't want to build a new arena. And it's like, yeah, basically. I love how you can pivot um, a horror movie into the new arena. Do you want to know what would get me to vote for a new arena? Really, really, really elegant. Thanks. Thank you. Um, I'm a professional. Um, so, uh, but you what, should probably subscribe to Marty's Patreon and um, toss him bucks each month because I don't. I don't disagree do with that. <laughs> well, I do most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I would vote for the arena if a part of the like the agreement and the ordinance for the tax, and like if we had it guaranteed that in for as long as that arena exists, every October is Spooktoberfest, and we just have a <laughs> giant fucking haunted house in that arena. And if there's a game going on, fine. Still a haunted house. Game going on in the middle. Like, instead of playing the National Anthem, it's going to be Monster Mash. Sorry. Remember Sorry, Thunder. Thunder Alley? Thunder Alley? What if yeah, that, I do. that could turn into the mash? Uh, now, previous mayor uh, said that we couldn't have that anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, we don't know well, why. Somebody got, like, there was violence there, right? There's violence everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, inside right. the arena. Right. I, like, it's an arena. That's what they're for, is violence. <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, historically, <laughs> This is the worst um, podcast we've ever done. No, it's the best one. So I'm now. Uh, I actually had something I wanted to talk about that wasn't just. I mean, it was, but but still, whatever. It's Halloween. That's the important part. Is that it's spooky. Are you scared what did right you now? Want to talk about. No, just how scared uh, everything is. Everything is scared what I said. So I've never actually played with a Ouija bird. <laughs> we weren't allowed to have one of those. Um, wow. As a matter of fact, I was raised to find those things so evil and satanic and terrifying that to this day, I find it odd that it's in the toy section. <laughs> I still think, can they give that to kids? Of course they can. It's a piece of cardboard with a plastic thing that you move around. Yeah, they can give that to kids. Uh, I just, I still think of it like that first (laughs) thought wrong, you know, that first thought wrong, but this is in recovery from Christianity. Absolutely, (laughs) yeah. You know, yeah, it's like my first instinct is, that's probably wrong. So I had to clarify on Twitter recently that, like, I'm not against the arena because I don't want people to have enjoyment. Uh, that is a bonus that I'll get out of the arena failing. It's, I will enjoy seeing people not enjoy things. JK, That's the last I just, thing we need to hear to invite the mayor on the podcast. So you know what? That. Yeah, you know what? This is a good. This is a good opportunity for us to talk about the mayor a little bit. Um, you've been you follow me on Twitter, don't you? Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course you do. That's not a, that was not a difficult question to answer, in my opinion. I thought that was a rhetorical question. Yes, <laughs> it, it was just a joke. Uh, you're the one who's up past your bedtime. So, 
you follow me on Twitter, you've seen me inviting the mayor onto this podcast for several weeks now, right? Yes, that's the answer. Well, apparently not. I think that you're just not there on this episode unless you're talking. Is that how it's working this time? I don't know. I thought that was going to – I'm sure you were going to be silent right there. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) Yes, I follow you on Twitter, and yes, I have seen your tweet to Mayor Holt. And (laughs) you sent an email to Mayor Holt, which I understand he never wrote back to, right? No, here's the thing about it. Yeah, it's like – do I think that Mayor Holt's going to come on this podcast? No. Do I think he should? Sure. Do I what want him to? Steve I guess. Hill? I'm name dropping. I'm, I'm not going to invite Steve Hill on here. Okay. Nothing wrong with Steve. I just, why would I? Why would I? Invi- I don't want to invite anybody on here. I'm yeah. just inviting the mayor because we need to talk about the arena. I'm like, I'm not going to get somebody who works for the city. And it's like their job for the city is to help the mayor. I don't like nothing against Steve, but no, that would like, I'm not going to invite his PR guy on either. I don't know who his PR person is, but, uh, but no, I'm not, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not calling Steve a shill. He's a, he's a nice man and a, and a, and a good drawer of sports tunes. Um, but no, I'm not going to, not going to, uh, no, I'm not going to ask Steve. Anyway, um, surely the lady doth protest too much. Maybe I am inviting Steve. Now, I, I've been inviting the mayor, and I've emailed him, uh, and Steve uh, is on those emails. Um, Do you think the mayor would come on if we offered him some of his beer? If we were like, hey, we'll be in studio this time, and we'll bring you some of your beer. I suggested to him this week that this would be a good opportunity for him to promote that beer would be to come on this podcast. I think so. And he still didn't answer. And honestly, no, of course I don't expect him to come on here. The point is I'm going to keep asking him for a Mm -hmm. few more days at least just so I can say, look, here's who he is. Like, obviously, like, I'm who I am, but I don't hide that. I say who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he doesn't like he he says he's like he paints this man of the people picture, but he will only talk to press that already uh, already accepts that we should have a new arena. That's only press that he'll do is positive press, and he won't take any questions that are challenging. And when he does, he is dismissive of. All of us who pay taxes here in Oklahoma City and have questions mm-hmm. and concerns about this, he dismisses us, and I quote, as just noise. So, uh, yeah, maybe it seems like I'm picking on him. He can take it. Uh, and also, yeah, yeah, because my job and my position as just a person who lives in Oklahoma City is, in fact, to call him uh, to question. He doesn't have to answer, but that is an answer. Not answering is, in fact, an answer about who he is as a mayor and, frankly, who he is as a person. And it's not a very good look. As a matter of fact, it's starting to look cowardly. And I don't think that he wants anybody to think he's a coward. But 
you know, stupid is as stupid does. Pretty is as pretty does. If you're going to act cowardly, I don't know why people wouldn't call you a coward. You know, I agree as the, um, what was it that we said? I'm the less less polarizing. (laughs) The less polarizing person. Yeah, I, I just, I think that hearing opinions that do not agree with you or do not align with you is very, very valuable when you're a public speaker. And engaging with those folks, even if you do not agree with them, shows your leadership. And that's what I find as, even though, you know, you may come off as as polarizing, but I think that that doesn't matter. I think that it's still, it's someone who covers every single council meeting that he is usually attending. Well, I, I'm there. I'm, I'm at more of it than he is. How about that? Like, it, Right. And so I think that it's, it's disrespectful, in my opinion, that someone won't engage with you just because they disagree with you. I think that goes against every – a politician I support – is someone who will engage with those who dissent. And I think that that's really frustrating for me to see it just not happening there. Right. Because who knows, maybe they have a very good stance. Uh, we'll, we'll see. But, um, you know, complete opposition is a great opportunity for someone as a politician to step in and explain their case let us feel heard let us those of us in oklahoma city who aren't sold on this and who are skeptical of it and and some who are just downright against it let us feel heard Mm -hmm. instead we haven't been and in fact i would say deliberately at least 160,000 residents of Oklahoma City have been left right out of the conversation, and that's everybody represented by Joe Beth Hammond and Nikki Nice, because they have been deliberately left out of any conversation leading up to this vote. And so that means you and I, we have been uh, systematically ignored as voters, as citizens of the city, as taxpayers. We have been we have been deliberately ignored and silenced, and and I individually and you, well, the two of us as a duo are being uh, ignored by people who are paid to answer us as citizens and as representatives, because I know a lot of people don't get to have the platform I do, and I feel a responsibility to carry that message on their behalf when I can, you know what I mean? And so, like, the fact that he's... Just he has the chutzpah to just ignore. Here's the thing: he's had had multiple opportunities to engage. By multiple, I mean eight to ten. I don't know. Easily, Um, easily. Yeah, and that's really frustrating to me as a constituent, um, because. 
we should be supported and our mayor should not be scared of speaking to opposition. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and people, mayor Holt, it would, you're, you're, you're welcome to this podcast. We would love you. Yeah, it's, not like I'm gonna, it's not like I'm going to like berate him. He'll, you know, I'm not going to be like, you son of a, you know, like, it's just not like, no, I just want him to come on. And of course it's going to be somewhat adversarial because we've been somewhat adversarial for a few years now. And that's just, that's par for the course, whatever. But like, well, and that's, no, that's gonna, how like, great discourse exists is by someone disagreeing with the other person, and that's how someone really vocalizes what they what they mean. And it, with someone in power, they should have a they should have pushback, mm-hmm. and they yeah. should they should have that because that makes them be accountable for the decisions they make. Yeah, and and I honestly, I just the fact is that if you aren't willing to talk to somebody who doesn't agree with your plan, uh, then that means you don't have reasons for your plan. I like mm-hmm. it's just like the uh, the polling that the chamber has done, and he's like, it says this, but we can't release it, obviously. I'm like, well, then it doesn't say anything. If you can't give me evidence that this is true then I don't, I'm not in any way obliged or even inclined to believe you. You know, mm-hmm. I, uh, and I don't know. Uh, I'm going to tell you that coming up in a couple of weeks, Lindley is a chamber forum. That's kind of state of the economy thing that it's basically going to be a forum about the arena. And I already hit up uh, the PR to, person to get put on the list. So I will I will attend that. <laughs> I want to try to get uh, a guy I know who's an economist uh, to go with me to that and then to appear on the, but to record an episode of the podcast immediately after to just talk about what we heard. That's, that's my hope. We'll see if that happens. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, that's coming up. You know, I, I don't know, whatever. Whatever it's whatever happens is going to happen. When I don't expect him to come on the podcast, I never did. Uh, you know what though? The first time I just tweeted at him and asked him to come on, if he would have just said, if he would have said no thanks, <laughs> I'm good, that would have been funny and it'd be done. Mm-hmm. It would, be, but you know what? I don't drop anything. That's not who I am. I'm a jerk. I'm a champion. I know how to hold a grudge. With the bone. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, yeah. Charlie Brown with the bone. Charlie Brown with a fluffy toy. <laughs> <laughs> I watched him eat. Uh, I just, we had these toys that they're cute. They look like a little bag of Tostitos and the little chips the inside of it, like his little puzzle toy, but the chips are like also like stuffed little triangles with faces on them. Anyway, cute, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. He tore them up and tore all the stuffing out of all of them, <laughs> and that's fine. So he had one of these nacho chips left, and it was just an empty bag of fabric, <laughs> just a limp uh, pocket of fabric because there was no <laughs> stuffing inside of it. And I, I watched that son of a bitch eat that <clears throat> goddamn nacho chip, that piece of fabric. And I was like, hey, let's get that. Let's don't. Hang okay, it's gone now. Just ate that. 
ate that whole thing. <laughs> the game's over. Like, yeah, no, it went so quick. And he's he doesn't move fast very often. He's very laid <laughs> back dog. But I'll tell you what, if he if we're walking out on the street and he gets a smell of a chicken bone anywhere nearby, it's gone before I can even register that he's getting something. Oh, he's a mess, and I love him so much. <laughs> Lola, um, my dog, who's a French bulldog for anybody who doesn't know, which I believe is no one that's listening. Um, <laughs> she likes to shred toys like that, but like the best thing is the way her face is shaped. I'll just see fluff all over her mouth. <laughs> it's such a busted moment. <laughs> I love it. It's crazy that I've never met your dog. Um, but here yeah, we are. she's, you know, come come over. It, yeah. it, uh, this is me again saying that, like, the hookup thing. Like, no. <laughs> like, you guys should come over and... Um, Everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, we hey, gang, we're all dog. going to live. We should have a dog date. Lil loves big dogs. That's all she's ever known. Oh, nice. Yeah, we should have. Yeah. Not everybody, though. This is just Lindley and me doing this. This is not everybody. Oh, yeah. We're not it's inviting not all of the listeners. Yeah. But if you would like See. to be invited, let me give you Lindley's phone number. You can contact yeah, her it's easily. It's 404. Oh, go ahead. DM me. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Speaking of DMs, have you had any? Uh, I'm getting a lot of word from people of different stripes, none of whose names I'm willing to exposed, mm-hmm. but I'm hearing from a lot of people anecdotally that the mayor has been in a lot of people's DMs when they've been publicly what? opposed to the arena. Like, I I can't, again, I can't even say what kind of jobs some of these people have because I, I don't want it to be exposed. But, well, I just wonder, because you uh, run a nonprofit, and I just want to make sure that I'm going to put it out there on the record. Like, let's all just keep an eye out and make sure there are no repercussions on this, like, yeah. this nonpartisan nonprofit organization simply because their director associates with somebody who's very much against the arena. Let's just make, all make sure that uh, nobody messes with period OKC. Um, Thank you for saying that because I was, I've was i been thinking about that where I'm like, we're getting to a point where, like, I have to actually, like, not just type on Twitter, like, these thoughts are my own. Like, I need mm-hmm. to be more thoughtful about it, but, like, I'm not. Mm. And so, yeah, I really... Thank you for saying that. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, I I really care about the organization, uh, and I don't think that anybody's personal political views should probably impact the success of this organization because it's I'm not going to say it's not political. It's not partisanly political. Just like health is not. It's not a partisan issue. Um, I mean, our first check we got and a continuous donation we make every month was to is is to a church. So uh, I got we, you. Sure. We, yeah, we really don't care. We'll donate to 
whomever. Like we, right. we don't ask. That's the biggest thing for us is that we have such a low barrier of entry to where we don't check your financials. We don't care. Like it's, right. you know, if a private school asks for products, I'm just going to assume you need them. So I'm going to yeah. give them to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I respect that so much because how it should be. Um, uh, not to just throw a love fest about period OKC at the end of this podcast, which we're, hey, we're coming it. up on. I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. So we're coming to the end of this. Anything going on that, uh, speaking of period, anything going on that you need to let people know about before we go? Um, the only thing I will say is that we are not doing any, we're doing inventory in December. So we will not be having orders and pickups then because ah. We have to get everything ready for the next year. But right. we've communicated that to all our community partners. But for anybody who desires to be one, now's the time. And you could pick up in early December, but we won't be accepting donation requests in December. Right. Because we have to literally <laughs> every um, – Everything has to be counted. It's going to be a thing. I call it um, I call it um, tampon math because mm-hmm. um, boxes that we get are 96 items, not 100. So it's a constant like, do we? Uh, I don't know. Um, so, but but if anyone wants to come, it's the first Saturday in December. Um, okay, that's good. Come. Remind me of that and. Uh, uh, we'll both retweet it. And, that, like, if you have questions about period OKC folks, you can always look at their website, but also uh, tweet, email, whatever. Um, uh, obviously, yeah, so obviously hit up Lindley. Uh, you can find her on Twitter, at Lindley Faye Smith. And if you don't know how to spell that, follow me on Twitter, and I'll, I'll show you. Um <laughs> Again, if somebody is listening to this who doesn't follow me on Twitter, I think it's kind of great that they're doing that. Um, anyway, <laughs> at least weird. like they at least like talking heads. So, oh, that, at least my that. favorite review. My favorite review. When, <laughs> we're never going to get a better one. Talking heads are good. This podcast is not. They still gave it a three star rating, and I, again, that's, <laughs> that's good stuff for me. Uh, threw off thanks my. Thanks for putting up. Thanks for putting up with me. Uh, 12 a.m. whenever I'm, like, super sleepy. Well, 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 Lindley, I really appreciate you sharing this holiday joy with me. Um, Remember that I will be observing Halloween for the next week or two still. Go surreal. Go surreal. Go super real. I'll discover when Joe Beth is out of town, which she leaves Sunday. And so I will be spending Halloween alone with the dogs. So hopefully it will be a real spooky time. I have a, um, I actually, I have a pumpkin costume that might fit DJ. So if you want to get he in on that. He won't wear a costume. He won't do it. Charlie Brown, I believe, will wear a costume. I believe he Lola will because he's just too dumb not to. But uh, we put Lola a headband doesn't. on him today and he knocked it off. But that's because it was too too big. Uh, well, Lola was, I have her hoodie over that she wears all the time, but whenever I put her in a costume, she goes and hides in the corner. Well, 
I put a Cubs jersey on DJ once, and he's like, nah, he doesn't, clothes don't fit him. He's just weird <laughs> shaped. Like, his his hips are about as big around as a baseball, but his chest, like, and ribs are, like, deep, like, six and a half, seven inches deep. It's just a bizarre shape. Nothing fits him. <laughs> you know what? Same, DJ. Same. <laughs> My friend Lucas said he was built like E.T., like himself, like Lucas said, oh, that cute. Lucas is built like E.T., which is not true, but it's just the funniest fucking image to me. Like, um, I'm built like E.T., you don't want to look at me. Um, anyway, listen. Okay. Always this a pleasure to talk to you. This is the silliest podcast we've this ever had. This is the weirdest episode, and I'm going to have to promo it that way, like, yeah, exactly. Like, this is not going to be for everybody. Do not worry about my feelings if you don't want to listen. Um, and we, it was recorded at midnight, so. Ooh. And I even, I even sent you a, <laughs> a Spotify link to narcolepsy by Third Eye Blind <laughs> at like did. 10 p.m. Like, still let here. me just before we hang up, which is also this is shit that's got to drive people crazy as when we close up and then just keep talking for five more minutes. Anyway, uh, before we talked for about a minute and a half before recording this phone call. We, and before that, Lindley knew that I wanted to talk around midnight. And so at about 11.45, Lindley started texting me. My, <laughs> phone's in, my phone's across the room on the charger. I'm not paying attention to it. Talking to Joe Beth, she's going to bed. I'm looking at the dogs, uh, whatever. She texts me like 30 times in a row and then FaceTimes me and then says, I'm worried, did you just fall asleep? And I'm like, it has, I mean, it has been no time at all. And then I text her a little before midnight, said, my phone's on the charger. I'm ready when you are. Do you need to pre-chat? She calls, we talk for a minute and a half. She says, I'll call you. I say, okay, I hang up. It's like 10 minutes, just silence, <laughs> nothing. And I'm like, she's fucking with me now. And then she finally calls. No explanation for why it took so long between, okay, I'll call you. And actually calling me was really weird. And I thought you were playing a prank on me. <laughs> no, Definitely I just you manually type in your phone number on the app. <laughs> and I accidentally call some other poor person at like <laughs> midnight. I'm like, I'm sorry to wake you up. They were, woke them up. Okay, we gotta we gotta wrap this up. Yeah, this is done. Uh, thank you for having this bizarre and fruitless conversation with me, <laughs> Lindley. Uh, as always, uh, you're the if best. If you want to okay. talk to us at midnight, this is what you're gonna get. <laughs> That's right. I'm not even on drugs right now. Um, okay. Well, thanks anyway. Okay. Okay. Love talk you. Bye. Later. Okay. Love you. Bye.